Hi, this is David Flowers, senior pastor at Grantham Church, an intergenerational convergent third-way congregation with the Brethren in Christ U.S., and located in Mechanicsburg, Pennsylvania. I want to thank you for listening to our podcast and for following the sermons that I and many others preach at Grantham. This is a free podcast, and it'll always be that way, but if you'd like to give and help further the work we're doing for the kingdom, we'd greatly appreciate it. If you want to do that, you can do that by going to granthamchurch.org and clicking on the Giving tab. Whether you're a member of our church or you're listening as a parishioner, it's our greatest desire that you would encounter Jesus and be changed by the good news wherever you are. Anyway, God bless you, and I hope you enjoy the podcast. Well, good morning. Welcome to Grantham Church. My name is Melissa Lother. I'm the discipleship pastor here, and it's a joy to be together in this special service of Thanksgiving. Um, you know, the way the Bible often talks about Thanksgiving is it's not circumstantial, not something we do only when we're feeling joyful or when everything is going well in our lives. But it's often a command in scripture to give thanks. It's this kind of discipline we practice of noticing the ways that God has been faithful in our lives and in the world and celebrating his goodness to us. So that's part of our worship to God and the expression of our love toward him. So we have the opportunity in this season of Thanksgiving to spend time in this service this morning to practice this discipline of expressing gratitude to God. Uh, so we're gonna celebrate his goodness to us in a variety of ways this morning. You'll hear from a couple folks from our congregation as they share how God has been working in their lives and in our church. Uh, we'll give gratitude together through music and prayer and giving. Uh, and there'll be even a time a little later in the service for you to share among one another ways that you've seen God working around you. So if you're new with us here at Grantham, we welcome you. We're so glad you're here today. Um, we do have a connect card you can find in the pew in front of you. If you want to learn a little bit more about our church and give us the opportunity to connect with you, you can drop that in the offering plate when it goes by later in the service. Or if you're watching through our live stream, we welcome you as well. And there's a link for a connect card under the video. Let's continue in our worship. Good morning. Melissa asked us to share how God has been working in our lives. Let me start with a little background because we're pretty new here. Our family moved to Mechanicsburg in the summer of 2019 from Washington State. This is my third home in what was then 23 years of marriage. Early on, the Lord opened my eyes to the first verse of Psalm 90. Lord, you have been our dwelling place. This Psalm, which the Bible tells us is of Moses, says that the Lord himself can be our dwelling place. Even for someone who was born into oppressive slavery, spent decades in the desert, 40 years wandering, and still never got to enter the promised land. These words mean so much to me because moving so often is tough. We've seen fascinating sights, met delightful people, and learned good lessons from these experiences. But I long for a home. And no matter where we lived or how often we had to leave, the Lord has been our dwelling place. When we got here, meaning to stay put this time, we did all the usual things to settle in. We unpacked, 
we went to all the offices, filled out all the forms, and showed them all of our documents to register for all the things. We talked to neighbors and explored the area. We visited churches and visited and visited. We finally found Grantham Church, who caught our eye with the art gallery. We'd never heard of an, art, a, an American church with an art gallery before. Our first time here, we were pretty sure it was home. The second time here, we sang a song, The Canticle of the Turning, based on the Magnificat. And one of our teens turned to me and said, this is kind of revolutionary, with a smile on her face. Yes, honey, it's from the Bible. Chris and I are grateful for how this church keeps clear the difference between the kingdom of God and the kingdoms of the world. Our other teen is very concerned about climate change and really appreciated Matthew Sleeth's visit in January of 2020. We bought his book and we read it. It's called Reforesting Faith. And we've grown in our understanding of trees in the Bible. We went to the meal after church that day, and we met some friendly folks whose names are lost to our pandemic memories. The fellowship that day was a big encouragement to us. We feel like we're meeting people here whose company we enjoy and who we'll learn from. We're blessed by how the church acts on its convictions to serve in the world. I'm also thankful to be part of the women's Bible study that meets on Thursday mornings. This kind of discussion about the Bible has always been part of how I know God better and get to know sisters in Christ better. So as Sarah mentioned, we've uh, enjoyed several growth experiences here as part of Grantham. In particular, the time in our Be the Bridge group has been incredibly challenging, but immensely rewarding. Through the gracious leadership of two very God-fearing women, we've learned a lot about the shortcomings and understanding of American history. I'm thankful to now see the ways that our society, and, and even the church really, have not honored God in loving others that don't look like me, honestly. We now see our, how our society is structured around ideals, norms, and policies that don't reflect Jesus' teaching of the Good Samaritan in Luke 10. But we're equally thankful that we get to be part of Christ's body in this congregation to work to correct all of that. In a way, the deep things we're learning through all of these ways we've engaged also means coming home. The powerful kingdom message we heard and saw lived already but not yet in our college Christian fellowship where we met, that people from every tribe, nation, and tongue will be worshiping God together in eternity, that the kingdom of God is among us and it's full of fellowship and peace. We find that here at Grantham Church. The Lord is our dwelling place, and we get to dwell with all of you throughout all generations. One of the ways we see God's glory in the world is through the ways he brings hope and new life and transformation. Uh, many of you are aware that we have specific ministry partners of our church who are engaged in our community and seeking to be those beacons of life and hope to the world. Um, at Grantham Church, we recognize that our resources are limited. We can't meet all the needs that we see around us. So we want to partner alongside other ministries who are meeting needs and promoting uh, restoration and providing relief. 
So Grantham Church has four ministry partners, uh, New Hope Ministries, Paxton Ministries, the Mennonite Central Committee, or MCC, and just within the last couple months, the Service and Outreach Commission officially added 180 ministries as a ministry partner. <laughs> so we're excited about that. What this means for 180 and all our ministry partners is that we come alongside them to support them in prayer, uh, through participation and in initiatives or events. We have many in our congregation who give of their time and energy to serve in, in, with our ministry partners. And we also have a small budget to provide some financial support as well. Um, so with 180 being a new ministry partner, we wanted to share a little bit about a transition that you might have noticed. Some of you are familiar down the hall with uh, Jules Closet. And that, while being housed in Grantham Church, that is now officially overseen by 180 Ministries and taking on a new name of the Blessing Depot. Um, so we wanted to share a little bit about what's going on there. Uh, Don Isley is one of the members of our congregation who's been involved in Jules Closet and now the Blessing Depot. And she wanted to share, we asked her to share a little bit. Um, hopefully she wants to share it too. But <laughs> of ways she's been encouraged by how God has been blessing our community through that space. Um, what Blessing Depot has been up to in these last couple months as they've been kind of uh, relaunching and just ways our congregation can come alongside with that. So come on up, Don. First of all, I'd like to thank Sarah and Chris for sharing. Um, it was very moving to me personally to hear how God has been working in your life in our specific community here, and thank you for that. Um, so on to sharing what else God is doing in our community here at Grantham Church and outside of our doors. Um, I began helping with Jules Closet back when it was Jules Closet, during the community meals by helping to sort and organize the clothing that came in there. I really enjoyed working with the volunteers and with the people, meeting the people that came to shop in the closet. Julia then asked me if I could help coordinate the volunteers to make sure that when someone wanted to shop that they were met by two volunteers to help them find what they needed. Um, Julia would refer people to me who wanted appointments through a Gmail account that we had set up. It's something that I could do easily um, during the day when I was busy um, taking care of the little people I take care of during the day. And I would um, send an email to them and find a time that would work for them to come to the church to shop in the closet. And then I would let our volunteers know that we needed someone to meet. I'd make sure there were two volunteers there. Um, now that Jules Closet has become the Blessing Depot, the process is the same, except for now we no longer offer clothing to people. We offer hygiene baskets and cleaning baskets and bedding bundles, as well as some other things to people who need those kinds of things. Um, Someone recently donated a whole bunch of kids' clothes, coats, to 180 Ministries, and Julia decided to distribute those through the Blessing Depot. One of the families who came to get a coat for their little boy had first come to Trunk or Treat just a few weeks ago and heard about the coat giveaway and made an appointment to come back and get one. 
While that family was here picking up the coat, the volunteers who were helping him became aware that this family really needed some other things as well. So they sent the family home with a hygiene basket, but this family also needed some clothes for their little boy. We no longer distributed clothes, but I was able to find a small bag of clothing to give them, and I put the bag on the porch outside of church, and I texted him and said, you can come and pick it up whenever it's available for you, because this family lives very close by here in our community. And when I shared this story with some other of the volunteers on our, um, that volunteer in the Blessing Depot, two other volunteers said, I can do that too. So they went out and bought some clothes for this little boy. Two separate times, I texted the family. Two separate times, the family drove by the porch and picked up the bag for things that they needed. They were very grateful. They were also invited to come to church on Sunday morning, but this family was not so sure that church was for them. They were concerned about how they looked, what they wore, and they were pretty sure that church was just not for them. But I was pretty sure that they had already been to church several times without knowing it. They had come to trunk or treat, they came to pick up a coat, they've driven by the porch three times to pick up a bag of clothes. They have certainly been to church several times. They didn't even know it yet. So please pray for this family, that the Holy Spirit would continue to open their eyes to God's love and that they would have the courage to respond in new ways to God's love. And help us to be, and pray that we would be faithful in sharing God's love. So what am I thankful for? Well, I'm thankful to be a part of connecting people's needs with other people's generosity. I'm thankful to be able to hear people's stories that come through the former Jewel's Closet, and now the Blessing Depot. Some of the stories are sad, some of the stories are encouraging. Julia is a never-ending source of stories about how God is working. I'm grateful to be able to support Julia in her work with 180 Ministries. I'm grateful to be able to get to know the other volunteers who work behind the scenes, stocking the shelves, buying the items, putting the baskets together, meeting the people who come to shop. I am grateful that God is present at the point where a person's needs are met by the generosity of someone else being led by the Holy Spirit. This is exciting and life-changing for everyone. It's life-changing for those of us who have needs, and we all do at times, and it's life-changing when we give to alleviate the need. This is when we get to see God and get to know God a little bit better, one generous act at a time. The gift of generosity has infinite forms, time, money, kindness, and sometimes just showing up, to name only a few. God continues to surprise me in ways that you can be generous. So, how can you be a part of the Blessing Depot and 180 Ministries? Well, you can donate hygiene items, cleaning items, bedding items to stock the shelves in the Blessing Depot. There is a list on the door of the Blessing Depot located in C18 down at the end of the hall. You can take a picture of it, buy whatever you want. 
You can put the items inside the Blessing Depot in the collection box. You can donate money to 180 Ministries. And one of their volunteers will do the shopping and stock the shelves in the Blessing Depot. You can give your donations to Julia Johnson. If you would like to volunteer to organize the shelves in the Blessing Depot, to put together the baskets to give away, or meet with appointments, please let me or Julia know. I will end with a verse from Galatians 5 that Pastor David used last Sunday. This is from the Message Translation. Use your freedom to serve one another in love. That's how freedom grows. For everything we know about God's word is summed up in a single sentence. Love others as you love yourself. Despite all the trial and change and hardship that we've seen and experienced this year, our church board and staff have really been encouraged by the ways God is working in and through our church. And I wanted to share with you some of the things that we're grateful for as we reflect on God's grace here at Grantham. Um, these are just little glimpses of God's goodness. And so I'm actually going to read some statements that are directly from our church, members of our staff and board. Despite the many challenges of the past 19 months, God has faithfully provided our church with resources to continue living into our mission and vision. I'm thankful and encouraged by the increased number of youth that are attending Sunday evening youth group. I've been extremely encouraged by some of the men in our congregation and how they have been more open, honest, and vulnerable about their personal struggles. There have been several members of our congregation, along with other local friends who participated in making over 200 comforters for refugees that will be distributed through MCC. One of our small groups that has a few new members is rejoicing that the group members have felt comfortable to share some needs and concerns in their lives and receive support, prayer, and care from the group. We've been hearing from some folks in our congregation about how they're seeking to be intentional with engaging with their neighbors to build relationships and find ways to serve those who live around them. At Trunk or Treat, we had 17 families willing to decorate their trunks. Another family brought their tractor and hay wagon, youth hosted games and assisted with rides, and a couple of members cleaned up the barrels and drove them around. Many friends and neighbors had a fun fall evening. During the October 31st Grief is a Dancer service, I looked around the room while Greg Hurley was leading us in congregational movement. I was deeply moved by how engaged and responsive we were in fully embodied worship. I sensed the Holy Spirit working in our congregation in that moment and was thankful for our community's willingness to connect with God in fresh and new ways. Our tech team has been so faithfully committed to serving behind the scenes in the last year. I'm very grateful for Mike Seitz, Neil Weaver, Christy Hoffner, Derek Boyce, and Adam Leitner contributing their time and talents. And I'm thrilled that Joseph Cotton and Teddy Helgren recently volunteered to join our team. The congregation has revealed its commitment to God's redeeming work in our church community and world by their generosity in giving. 
The obvious transformation of relationships in the staff in the last year is the result of hard work and humility, which God has blessed with new purpose and vision. Re-entering the building following closure due to COVID, there's a renewed sense of appreciation for gathering again in each other's presence. And each of us are reminders to one another that we are the living, breathing church, privileged to worship and carry out God's mission, whether under one roof or connected by technology. By God's grace, Grantham Church is resilient. This list could go on and on. These are just small ways our staff and board have seen God's grace toward us. But we wanna give you a chance now to share with one another the ways, big and small, that you've been encouraged by God's goodness in your life in this season. So in just a minute, we're gonna do this now by actually turning in small groups toward one another, groups of four or five or so, and we're gonna gather up and share the ways that God has been faithful to us. Um, so if you're sitting primarily around family, I encourage you to kinda venture out a little bit, maybe try to connect with someone that you aren't, that's outside of maybe your biological family if you can, if someone is near you. If you see someone that you don't know or someone sitting by themselves, maybe pull them in. You can feel free to adjust in your pew for a couple minutes if you'd like. Uh, we're gonna have some prompts on the screen to just help kind of jog your thoughts of how God has been working in your life. Um, for those watching on the live stream, you can share Maybe if you're uh, with others, share among yourselves at home, or you can prayerfully reflect on these, maybe jot something down uh, that comes to mind. But we wanna take about seven or eight minutes now here in our service to share with one another our thanks to God. Um, just be mindful as you share. This is a short amount of time, so keep your stories a little bit short. Give everyone in your group some time to share. Uh, and after a few minutes, we'll join together again in song. So think for a minute about these prompts. I'm thankful to God for, fill in the blank. I noticed God's faithfulness in my life this year when. God is encouraging me right now through. You don't need to answer all of those, but just to help you think of how God has been faithful to you. So go ahead now, turn around, regroup a little bit, groups of four or five or so, and we're just gonna take some time to share together as a church family. Good morning, Grantham Church. And welcome if you're joining us in person or via live stream. My name is David Flowers. I'm the senior pastor here at Grantham. I hope that this service has been a blessing to you thus far. You know, I was sitting over here thinking, um, depending on what kind of home you grew up in and how you heard about thankfulness, you know, if it was uh, a parent saying, you should be more thankful or whatever, you know. But thankfulness is a gift. Would you think about that for just a moment? To be thankful is a gift of God. Uh, neuroscience is t teaching us this. If, if we hadn't picked up on it already in the Bible, it, it tells us if we would live grateful lives, spend moments, just a few minutes each day feeling grateful, the peace and the joy, the calm that it brings to the body, the focus on the good things that occurs. And it made me think of Philippians chapter 4. The Apostle Paul, the ancient neuroscientist, said this. He said, rejoice in the Lord always. I will say it again, rejoice. Let your gentleness be evident to all. The Lord is near. 
Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your requests to God. And then look at this, verse 7. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. And so Paul says, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. Whatever you've learned, received, or heard from me, or seen in me, put it into practice, and the God of peace will be with you. Let's think about thankfulness that way as a, a gift from God and how thankfulness pushes back on the cynicism. It pushes back on our inability to trust and to believe and to hope and to put our faith in Christ and the gospel. Amen? Amen. We come to the time of the prayers of the people, and I want to invite you to join me in a responsive prayer this morning, which will then end with the Lord's Prayer, as we do each Sunday. Give thanks to the Lord, who is good. God's love is everlasting. Come, let us praise God joyfully. Let us come to God with thanksgiving. For the good world, for things great and small, beautiful and awesome, for seen and unseen splendors, thank you, God. For human life, for talking and moving and thinking together, for common hopes and hardships shared from birth until our dying, thank you, God. For work to do and strength to work, for the comradeship of, of labor, for exchanges of good humor and encouragement, Thank you, God, for marriage, for the mystery and joy of fellowship made for flesh made one, for mutual forgiveness and burdens shared, for secrets kept in love. Thank you, God, for family, for living together and eating together, for family amusements and family pleasures. Thank you, God, for children, for their energy and curiosity for their brave play and startling frankness, for their sudden sympathies. Thank you, God. For the young, for their high hopes, for their irreverence toward worn out values, for their search for freedom, for their solemn vows. Thank you, God. For growing up and growing old, for wisdom deepened by experience, for rest and leisure, for time made precious by its passing. Thank you, God. For your help in times of doubt and sorrow, for healing our diseases, for preserving us in temptation and danger. Thank you, God. For the church into which we have been called, for the good news we receive by word and sacrament, for our life together in the Lord. We praise you, God. For your Holy Spirit who guides our steps and brings us gifts of faith and love, who prays in us and prompts our grateful worship. We praise you, God. For your Son, Jesus Christ, who lived and died and lives again for our salvation, for our hope in him, for the joy of serving him, 
we think and praise you, eternal God, for all your goodness to us. Give thanks to the Lord who is good. God's love is everlasting. Amen. Now pray with me, church. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our sins, as we forgive those who sinned against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory 